Hi there. You're listening to F&B Soundbites, a podcast where we cover hot topics, trends and challenges of interest to professionals in the engine room behind the food and beverage industry. I'm your host, Hamish McCook. Today, I'm joined by Sue Bradley and Stuart Coleman. Sue leads Becker's industrial digital business, and she's passionate about helping businesses realise the value new technologies can have to vastly improve their performance and increasingly complex landscape. And Stu is a leader in our digital team and an expert in industrial solutions, helping businesses across the Asia-Pacific region to harness the power of emerging technologies. There's a bit of context. Sue is based in New Zealand and Stuart is based in Australia. Welcome, Sue and Stuart. Thanks, Hamish. Well, it's great to have you along today. And the reason I wanted to bring you together today was because I think you've learned something that is going to be really interesting for a number of our clients. So you've both been immersed into the digital space, Industry 4.0. And in fact, Sue, you've led some research in New Zealand, which has been an initiative that's co-funded by the government here in New Zealand that I think is really relevant for our clients, uh, New Zealand, Australia, and the ASEAN region, Singapore, et cetera, included as well. And I wanted to have an opportunity for you to share what you've seen from the research and some of the insights that you think would be useful for our clients elsewhere as well. Because, you know, for me, it's actually about how do we help our clients be successful in business? Because if our clients are successful, then ultimately that gives us greater opportunity to help grow with them as well. So, 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 If I go to you first, actually, so would you mind expanding and just explaining a little bit about what you've been doing, who you've been doing it with, and what research has been conducted, and what you've learned from that? Thanks, Hamish. So we're part of a very exciting program that Callaghan Innovation are sponsoring. They're a government organisation that are on a mission to help businesses in New Zealand innovate, and we're partnering with them and the EMA to help deliver a program designed to drive uptake of industry for digital technologies across New Zealand manufacturers and producers, as well as the future workforce. So, you know, school kids and people at tertiary institutes. So as part of this program, we conducted a survey and the purpose of the survey was to understand the barriers that New Zealand manufacturers and producers face when adopting new technologies and the support that they need in order to succeed. And so we intended that the results would inform the design of the mobile showcase, which is part of this program where we go around and basically show manufacturers and school kids and so on these technologies. We had around 70 or so respondents from different organisations and the results actually are gold. It wasn't quite what I was expecting and I'll just share briefly my thoughts on that and Stu would be able to comment on this as well but it's been obvious over the last three years that the uptake of Industry 4 digital technologies has really widened and so when I walk into a first meeting with a company there is likely to have a digital strategy in full flight as wanting to know what industry four is. So they're either at the kind of beginning of it and just tell me what's going on out there and what could we be doing, or I've got this strategy underway and tell me what expertise you've got that can help us. You're meaning that there's a bigger gap between the leaders and the laggards now? Is that what you're seeing? Absolutely. Oh, right. Wow. Okay. Absolutely. Yep. When the survey results came back, we asked people what they were doing in their own organisation. And there's obviously there's really disparate levels of adoption in different organisations. So everything from never heard of it right through to the bulk of people who say, I understand how it can benefit my industry, but we haven't applied it yet. So they have some level of understanding. And that's interesting that that shifted to that point. It's great. 
right through to the highest level, and I've kind of called these digital maturity levels, right through to this highest level, which is our business is actively implementing digital technologies. Mm -hmm. And there's less than 20% of organization are actively implementing. Like I said, by far the greatest number of people understand the industry for and some of the benefits it can provide, but they are not applying it yet. So, so a conventional wisdom would say that the ones that are leading adoption of technology are probably the companies that are, appear to be performing the strongest, growing the fastest. Were you able to see within the data anything that might provide that correlation? We didn't actually ask what the exact benefits, so we weren't able to mm. actually assess those organisations. But when you actually go back and talk to, well, you know, Stu will be able to comment on this as well. When you're going into an organisation and you're looking at what they're doing, they will be able to point to, you know, this freed up these people who were then yeah. able to do this, or it improved our quality mm. of the components that we're producing. It's improved our level of knowledge about what customers need, for example. So, you know, there's a number of benefits that are, I guess, always being fed back to us. So yeah. the really interesting thing, I think, that came out of it is we asked the question, what's stopping us or what, mm -hmm. you know, what are the blockers to uptake of digital solutions? And then what do you need in order to increase the uptake in your organization? And if you grouped those people together who are a kind of a similar level of digital maturity, you can see that they're very aligned. I had kind of thought that most people, you know, my kind of gut reaction would be, we don't have enough money, um, <laughs> you know, or I'm struggling to put together a business case for it. Yeah. And interestingly enough, the people at the very highest level, so those are, who are already actively implementing digital technologies, certainly they're having difficulty in creating business cases for funding. So that's an area for the industry to be learning about how you assess those business cases because it's normally not just in one part of your organization. The, risk, the, the benefits go right across your organization. Along with that business case goes the kind of, you know, I need funding for it. Yeah. But that was only the highest level of maturity. The next level down, which is what most people in the survey yeah. responded as, so by far the biggest number of people, they didn't have a strategy in place. So they said, we don't have a strategy for it and we really just need information about what we could be using it for. I guess the next sort of question was, what support do you need? And the people in that mm. largest group saying, we don't have a strategy, that's what we need support in. How so, do we know what we should be doing? That's interesting. So the highest level are actually trying to assess the business case and there's some challenges to capturing the full benefits out of all the different buckets which the benefits can come from. So they're trying to figure out how to actually make sure they can get the business cases to stack up and make sense. And the next level down are just saying, we don't know what we don't know yet. We haven't worked on or developed a strategy around this. Mm. So in contrast, that highest level said, mm. we have no interest in forming a strategy because we already have one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So their need was nothing to do with strategy. So if you'd read the results at mm. kind of face value, you just get this mismatch or this kind of mix of people. Some need strategy and some don't and so on. It was only when you actually lined them up into levels of digital maturity and kind of looked at the commonalities between people who were at the same level of digital maturity that you started to see real insights into what those groups of people needed for their organizations. And that was the bit that was gold in the whole and the whole results so Stu, you're across australia as well yeah. of course mate what are you seeing with regard 
importance to the blockers for, I guess, sensible adoption of digital technologies industry 4.0? Yeah, it's a really interesting market, the industry for the digitalization market. So, So a lot of the companies that I find that say that they're doing it or are mature in it see the digitalization as a technical problem and so therefore they are trying to apply the technology and an example that I'll give you is a client of ours is dashboarding an IoT energy meter because they've got one and so they've got the meter they plug it in they dashboard the data that they're getting so they're taking the information they've got and they're putting it on the dashboard and they're ticking the box to say we're doing digitalization our business will be awesome what they're not doing and this is the gap is once you understand how to apply digital technologies you then understand how the benefits are going to do and then you can prioritize those in your head and so that's the piece that's really missing it's the collective business knowledge of how digitalization is applied to improve your business yeah what we want to start with is that piece that says what are each of these technologies what's the application of them and how do we benefit from them and then how do we prioritize that and how do we roll that out and very few people are in that space What they think is that our technical people understand it so I can tick the box, we're doing some stuff and our business will be great. The businesses that I see that are really thriving in the digitalization space Mm. is the one where their executive team understand digital technologies and how it will benefit their business. Mm. And even if they don't, they're savvy, they read up on it, they know what the technologies are, they've got relationships in the marketplace with people who are technically savvy or they've got partnered businesses that inform them. And they're looking for it. So when they see an example, and, and one of the big blind spots is is what a digital twin can do for a business. It's a more complex concept, but it does have a lot of value and it can start simple. But often what people think is digitalization is Power BI dashboards or displaying SCADA information. And it's sort of missing the point a bit. But when you show an example to a client, I had a particular CEO who's very tech savvy that I presented to last week. We looked at some areas that in their business, it was really going to help them. And we said, your largest energy user was refrigeration. Half of their energy was used in refrigeration. We said, how about we look at how we use that data to optimise and reduce your energy and get some machine learning to that and look at reducing your energy by 10 to 20% as a goal. And he didn't blink twice at that. He was, I understand what you're going to do. I understand what it means. Please, let's start that project straight away. Absolutely. I mean, I think yep. if you can shave 10 to 20% off anyone's refrigeration bill, that would be welcomed. So I could have started with optimization as a, as a discussion point and it would have lost everybody, but it, it was the application of, of that value. But, you know, COVID's topical in Australia. There's been a lot of disruption due to it. How do I take my people to my sites? It's an application of digital technology. I can get technical with it, but really I want people working from home to be able to work on sites just at home as efficiently as they work on site. So how do I get that information that's on site and give it to them? And you start talking about entry-level digital twins collecting information together. And so those that embrace those sort of concepts are the ones that are really making an improvement. It's slow. It's slow for lots of reasons. It's slow because corporate level are not necessarily digitally savvy in a lot of businesses or there's a lot of layers to them and they hand off technical tasks to technical people and then tick the box. Some people try and do it themselves and reinvent the wheel. If you want to fast track it, you want to get somebody who knows what they're doing involved that understands your business and digital technologies and learn alongside them rather than trying to do it yourself because it's a new set of skill sets that businesses don't necessarily have at their disposal. Yeah, so it sounds, this isn't a a technical problem. I mean, there are technical problems to be solved, but ultimately it starts out with a business need opportunity combined with an understanding of the potential technical 
solutions or things that may work and savvy leadership. So leaders doing their homework around digital technologies is really critical so that they can actually develop the strategies that their teams can actually push forwards on. And then when they get to a point of wanting to fast track something, don't expect that your in-house team can do this all because you don't do all of the stuff every day, but there actually might be a need to pull in some outside expertise to make things go faster or better as well. Yep. One key point there that I think is quite critical is while digital technologies can solve lots of problems for people, the biggest piece of what digital technologies can do for you is create opportunities. And that's the piece that's missing. Everybody's looking around for problems to solve. And it's the re-understanding of what your baselines in your business might look like. What does good performance look like is going to change with digital technology. So you reverse the thing and say, how can we use technology to improve the performance of your business? Yeah, that's a good call. Thank you very much, Stu. And as we sort of draw to a close, did you have any other gems to leave our listeners with today? Oh, look, I think if we start thinking, learn what the technology can do and then leave it to one side and then think, how can you apply it to improve your business? It's almost as simple as that. But if you can have that thought process in your head, it means you're starting to understand it. Brilliant. And so final thoughts? Yeah, um, I think a lot of what Stu's talking about in saying how can it be applied to improve my business really talks to that need again for a digital strategy. So what is my strategy for how I'll apply this to my business so that I can implement my business strategies? You know, that was my big takeaway out of this is that the bulk of businesses out there just need that digital strategy in place. But I guess taking a more helicopter view over the survey and it's worth going and having a look at it, uh, at the results, I think it would help people have a look at where they pitch themselves in terms of digital maturity compared to others. And if you can compare yourself to others and then what others are doing, particularly the level above you, you'll see what has allowed them to succeed. And so you can have a look at what are the next steps that you need to put in place. So you can sort of pitch, align the maturity of your own organization against the spectrum, enabling you to start understanding activities needed to increase your maturity based on what is working for others. Also, just be aware that there are a number of grants and kind of funding avenues available to you as well. All three governments in the main regions that we work in, New Zealand, Australia, Singapore, are all really pushing this at the moment because they're seeing a path to productivity improvement, business performance improvement. So each of your respective governments will also be providing assistance and that's well worth taking up. Fantastic. There's a lot to absorb there. That's that's brilliant. Thanks very much for that. So, and Stu, thank you very much as well for your input. I like the fact that we're acknowledging that there are different levels of adoption and maturity of digital technologies and organizations, and that depending on where you are, you've got a different response and a different next step, and that's appropriate as well. We're going to have the link to the Callahan survey for those that are interested and would like to compare themselves joining this podcast posting. And we encourage any feedback. Uh, if you want to know more, of course, you can always touch base with Sue or Stu as well for this initial sort of discussion. Anyway, so that's fantastic. So I just want to say thank you as well to our listeners for joining us today. I look forward to bringing you another episode of F&B Soundbites. Until then, as we say in New Zealand, hi da and farewell. Mm-hmm.